What up, y'all? I'm Rajay. And I'm Shy, and welcome to the RXS Podcast. The podcast where we provide information, information, and sensation <laughs> to <laughs> The podcast where we provide inspiration, motivation, and inspiration Infor- to the music community. You said inspiration. And information. Twice. Y'all, I don't need, I want the people to enjoy this. And my son in here. So let me try this again. The podcast where we provide inspiration, motivation, and information to the music community. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. That part too. I forgot that part. Hey, get up in the mic so they can hear you correcting me. Yo, that is hilarious. What are we talking about today? That is definitely my part. We are talking about... um, Oh, wow. Um... (laughs) I'm sorry. We're going to keep it, guys. This is beautiful. We're talking about the pros and cons of being different, Mm. being set apart, what it means to um, grow up different, think different, be different, act different, sound different. Mm. Um, It is for great purpose and reason that we are all different, but it isn't always fun Mm. being different. Yeah. And, um... This guest that we talked to had has had this is woo, has had his share of going through that, and um, he told a beautiful story about his life, concerning how he grew up and what it's like to be different. Let's get into it. Yes, pardon my earlier mistakes. What up, people? I'm here with my guy, Stacy Young. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, bro? Hey, man. How long has it been since we've seen each other? Yo, like, I don't know if y'all, you know, those of you that know about Thomas Parker, but the RDP days, <laughs> yes, Radical <sir>. Dynamic Praise. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. That, and that was a long time ago. Very, very long Yeah, ago. I was holding on to a little bit of hair I had up there, man. Remember I was- <laughs> <laughs> hey, so when, when, when did you have to cut it? Uh, when I was at the store one day uh-huh. and this dude came up and was like, Hey, he told my wife, Hey, you know, you look beautiful lady, you know, and asked me if I was her dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the moment that I realized I, I immediately like, cause you know, immediately I went straight to Walmart and I was like, Hey, show me where the razor's at. Razors, <laughs> shaving cream. And I, I was a noob, you know, I was, sh- I was nicking my head all up, you Yo! know. <laughs> Yo, it was bad, man. Yo, is, is this your dad? <laughs> For real. He's like, oh, this your dad? I said, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, it's time for the good time. It's, time, it's, it's got to go. It's got to it's go. It's got to go, bro. Hey, man, so good to see you, first of all. Um, second of all, I'm going to do like we always do. I want to just take me from the beginning. Stacy Young, where he from, everything. I want to know from the birth on up. Oh my gosh! All right, so my pops was uh, military. Okay, he did he did serve uh, the country for twenty two years. Mm-hmm. So I was born in North Dakota. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. African American population one thousand. That's you know that's it. There's whole not not a whole lot of us. Yeah. So it was just you know us and in on a block. That was it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So um went from North Dakota um to Lord Saudi Arabia uh-huh. um where we lived there for about five years um 
several years. It was be- most beautiful experience ever. Yeah. How old were you? Uh like nine, eight. eight so you remember eight-ish. it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't come back until like junior high years. Yeah, and and actually it it was because like terrorists had bombed um a American compound. So after they had bombed an American compound, um. Then they started shipping the wives and the kids back home to the States. Whoa. They left the men out there to fight, you know. Um, I think it was around the Gulf War time, something like that. But, yeah. Yeah. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah. So, if so, if that hadn't happened, would y'all have still been there? Or at least longer, maybe. You know what's crazy? I, I, was, I wasn't even thinking that we were going to talk about this today. But I was actually remembering how beautiful it was. And even though, like, the laws aren't as progressive as it is in America when yeah. it comes to, like, women's rights and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. As a family, especially, like, you know, as a black family, we felt more welcome there. Like, wow. like we actually probably would still be there today. Like, the community and stuff. And that's crazy with it being a Muslim-based yeah. country. But it was the most beautiful people that we had ever been around. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, if if that if the terrorist bombing had never happened, like we were, I I really believe that we probably still would still be there. That's crazy too, because, um, true facts. Like when we 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 had underground church, right? Because if you're caught with a Bible, you are immediately arrested and you're thrown in jail. You could you could rot there and die because you know they they yes. don't they don't play they don't play Jesus in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So like when when we used to travel to our underground church. We would have to hide our Bibles like in little compartments in the car and stuff like that, just in case you got pulled over and they searched your car. Because, you know, if they knew you were American, they would try to, you know, search your car sometimes. But, um, you know, um, that's considered like, you know, paraphernalia and, you know, you know, things like that. So so we, we were driving to church like scared, you know, sometimes like we would worship, you know, we would go in. But, you know, be like, all right, hold on, hold on. It's like if we thought cops were outside, we'd be like, oh, bring it down, bring it down. You know, so, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yo. So even then you were already in church. Wow. Hmm. Like by that, what do you mean? Like you were a church kid, even underground in Saudi Arabia. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. But yeah. Yeah. And like and actually the experience actually makes you appreciate the freedoms that we do have in this yes, country sir. you know and um especially like because lord you know yeah that's crazy and it, it, it's it's crazy how a place can be so beautiful and so you feel so at home but at the same time you know ha- who you represent like when it comes to christ like you're still like like when the bible talks about you know you're in the world not of it yeah it's just like you know don't don't get too comfortable because <laughs> right so, um, do you remember getting shipped back? Yeah. Yeah, I remember um coming back. Um it was it was I don't know. It was kind of surreal. Coming back to America was a little weird for me because you know, there's a lot of melanin <laughs> in the Middle East, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So coming back to America, it took me like years to adjust to like the racism and the division. So you weren't even familiar with it. Honestly, like no, nah. no, nah. yeah. So so that <laughs> I'm blown away, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, excuse me. Um, but yeah, I 
yeah, that was coming back to America for me personally. It just took so much for me to have to get like accustomed to oh yeah. the vision yeah. you know white people go to church here hispanics go here black people we stay over here we got our sound and it's not like a yeah oneness you know yeah because like the culture in like over there in the middle east is like yo we're all one family wow. like you know and it, it, the crazy thing is like you know how like in america it's like hey you turn 18 you out the house it's like no nah, you're out the house when like you're about to get married so, like, in one whole compound, you could have, like, four or five families living in one compound, wow. and they all support each other. Yeah. Yeah, that is not America. <laughs> I mean, at all. <laughs> Bro, yeah. Yeah. It, and, it, and it's not like, oh, you know, the mint, you know, oh, you're 22 living with your, you're a scrub. No, it's like, yo, you, that's just how our community is. That's just how our culture. Yes. Like, you, you're not leaving until you straight. Yeah, now nah, we get kicked out straight out. <laughs> Figure it out. Because I'm sick of you being here. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I've been sick of it. <laughs> it's over now. You got to go. That's crazy. So after come, were you already like into music before coming back? Yeah. As a musician? <clears throat> yeah, my dad, um, he he was an organist before he became a pianist. So. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, my dad, Gregory Young, you know, we call him the maestro. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> probably the most, um, I would compare him to Thomas Whitfield on piano. Yes. Okay. I, y'all need to look up Thomas Whitfield. Oh, yes, sir. Just listen to Thomas Whitfield play, and then you'll hear my dad play. You're like, dad, that sounds <laughs> like Brother Clay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and the crazy thing is, like, my, I developed a lot of my, desire of like middle eastern culture like i was soaking that all in yeah so like i was watching all the bollywood yeah. and like you know uh middle eastern i was watching the movies i had no idea what they were saying but it was all the so i was like soaking all that and i was like yeah yo and then we had a maid you know and i was i knew i was being worrisome i didn't know i was a kid i was like what they say what they say what they say she's like man if this kid don't shut up she's looking at me. she said she loves him i said okay yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah that's hilarious <laughs> oh man Yo, so what what instruments were you playing then oh man i was um mainly drums okay yeah i was a drummer for forever and, uh, you know, all, all little boys just want to clang on something. They just want to make noise. You know, <laughs> we would take the pots and pans, just beat on it with spoons. You know, we at, at that age, we just want to be loud. So yeah, what's yeah. the loudest thing in the <laughs> drums? <laughs> facts, facts, facts. <laughs> yep. I didn't start, like, messing around with keys until mm, maybe, like, high school. Like okay, late, okay. Like, around high school when I was just, I was just, and I was just strictly, like, just trying to be, like, a beat maker, really. Let's yeah. talk about that. <laughs> what interested you in being a beat maker? Where did you even get that desire from? Wow. Um, I think just being around music. Yeah. Like just being around music. And then my dad, right? So I didn't grow up around hymns or traditional music per se. So that's why it doesn't come natural to me. Yeah. So my dad was like raised me up on stuff like uh, Thomas Whitfield, like yeah. I mentioned before, um, Hezekiah Walker. Yeah. Um, like uh, 
the spinner, Stevie Wonder, yeah. you know, like um, that kind of era of music. Yeah. Um, so Chicago Mass Choir, man. I mean, I just go down the list of just uh, um, uh, the whinings. Yes, Lord. <laughs> right. Yes, Lord. Hold so on, hold on. Sorry, guys. My alarm going off. Sorry. <clears throat> disrespecting the podcast sorry guys continue <laughs> stacy but yeah it was just like kind of that style so like i'm like my mind was like like you yes, know sir. to meet to like music because like listening to stevie and listening to um all these different genres and and styles um that my pops had us had me on you know he's yeah. like nah like listen to this listen to that so it's like i do i was just soaking in all these different styles mm-hmm. of music so and i just I just loved it, man. I just wanted to be a producer. And, you know, like us, you know, kind of like my era, you know, we had like so many different styles of producers, man. It, everybody didn't sound the same. Yes. Pharrell, Neptunes, yes. um, Wilder, I mean, Missy Elliott, Timbaland, yeah. I mean, um, um, Babyface. Yes, like, Lord. Come, bruh, like. Yeah, everybody had their own sound Tony, sure. you know, back, you know, yes. pre, Tony, Kirk Franklin, Fred, I mean, these yeah, they guys. all had sound. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody had their own swag. Like, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the same. <laughs> you know, it's just like. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, it's cool, you know, but it's but like. do all. Yeah. You every, don't, today, you don't really know. Like, if you heard a Pharrell beat, you knew it was Pharrell. Oh, you knew. Like, if it was a Timbo beat, you knew it. But today, you don't know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look. I, I ain't hating on nobody's hustle, right? Because right. you know everybody's like, "Hey, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make a hit record." Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I get it, but it's like, man, like just a look, just give me a little uniqueness, like yeah, you know, like put put your put your signature sound yeah, on it, you know, yeah. like yeah. man. So you listening to all of this music, <clears throat> but I want to know, like, so what day do you remember the day or the moment or the age when you discovered, like? I think I want to be a producer. Man. Mm-mm-mm. That is a good question. Man. When did I dis- when did I say like, yeah, this is what I want to do? I think when I was like starting to I heard some uh samples, right? Okay. And I was hearing some um some of the hip hop guys like sampling the stuff that my pops was telling me, like, yo, listen to this, listen to that, listen yeah. to this. You know, and I was like, okay. So, you know, Tupac is flipping that and Kirk is flipping that. You know, yeah. Kirk, I'm like, yo, all these guys are, like, yo, that's creative. Like, yeah. I was like, yo, I wanna, I would love to kind of do this because yeah. you know, I already love music. You know, I already grew up in a church. My mom saying, you know, my pops, you know the story. Everybody's got that story. You know, yeah. we came we came out the womb with a mic or some <laughs> kind of drumstick or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um Man, just just hearing just the creativity, mm-hmm. and I and and like like we were talking about, just hearing everybody's different sound. It's like yo, like I could be quirky in my my sound yeah. and like like do do the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember the first beat you made? I. Yeah. I remember the first like group of beats because okay, <laughs> sweet you made a beat. Yo, pack. wait a minute. Oh, my sister, I don't know if any of y'all heard my sister Vashti um, Dove sing. My sister is she's a she's a whole beast yeah. out here in these streets, right? Yeah. So we we were kids. We we had this thing like we were gonna have we were gonna be like a duo group. We were gonna call ourselves S and K. So Stacy and Vash. <laughs> The S and T, yeah. Stacy and because my dad called her Tiberius as a nickname, so we're gonna be S and T, Stacy and Tiberius. 
<laughs> That's an amazing name. <laughs> so she she would write the songs, and I would like make the beats to them. I had this. I still have this keyboard. It's a Yamaha PSR three. Lord, is it a three forty? It's the one that took the floppy disk drives. And you still have it. I still have it. The disk drive still works. I I just want. I like. I keep it because I want to see. Like I remember where I came from. Yeah. And like I was a bass player at the time, and so like. Um, my dad was teaching me a lesson on how to save money and like buy stuff for myself. So I would play at these churches and they would slide me like 50 bucks here, 70 there. And my dad would be like, and I would look at the money and be like, yeah. And my dad would be like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I would look at him like, bro, like, I'm, you know, I'm making some money. He's like, no, you, you ain't going to eat that up at Burger King. Yeah. You're going to save up money and you're going to get a keyboard because you know, like my dad knew, saw that I love music. So he's like, all right, I'm gonna make you save up your money and buy your own keyboard that can um that can uh, track music. So that Shout way, you out can... to your dad yeah. for holding yeah. you accountable for saving because mm-hmm. man, that is a valuable lesson. <laughs> so he, you get the money, you thinking you about to go splurge. <laughs> he like, nah, hand it over. <laughs> so did he take all of it or did he let you? Keep oh, he like took all of it. <laughs> oh, he took all of it. Yo, he was like, he was like, yo, you can give your tithes. That's it. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it in a box, like, and you know, you, you're gonna save up. He said, tell me how much that keyboard is. And the keyboard was like, what was it, like four hundred or something like that. He's like, all right, every time you get paid, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna, we're gonna save it up, and I'm gonna make you buy your own keyboard. Cause he, he had this like thing, like you're gonna appreciate it more if you put your own yes, money sir. into it yes, versus sir. if I buy it for you, yes. just because you being good, I buy it for you. He said, you're gonna take care of it more. If I make you like make the investment, yes, shout out to your daddy for that. <laughs> so you finally get the keyboard. Mm-hmm. You break. Where did you buy it from? Because this is going to be interesting Lord, too. Lord, I can't remember. Was it like it? It had to have been a music store because back then, like we still had dial-up internet. <laughs> so I look. So look, you definitely didn't get online. Look, so. Look, so Gen Z, you know, you know, my kids, my kids saw a road, you know, a phone the other day and they, and they were like, like, what is that? Yeah, literally. They're like, dad, what is this? I said, y'all, that's, that's a phone. Like, what is this little circle thing? That's the coil. You know, like, you, it, oh, Lord. I said, y'all, y'all, I said, man, y'all, y'all couldn't have messed with us back in the day when them joints went wireless. Oh my gosh. Man, when the house phone went wireless, oh man, we thought we was doing something. Yo, don't be trying to talk to a little girl to you like, you know, you close your door in your room like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you thought you was doing something, you know? You the had a little... calling <laughs> Yes, sir, that's funny. So, do you think you got it like, because I know, where were you living at? Where were y'all living at the time? Texas. Okay, wait. So, after going, oh, we got to go back. So, you leave Saudi Arabia. Yep. And what was next? Where did you go next? Wichita Falls, Texas. Wow. Yeah. And that's where you stayed. And Until, that's where you got the keyboard at. Yeah. Yep. So do yep. you think it was like a Mars or something that you got it from? Did they have Mars back then? No. Oh, man. It was probably like a mom and pop. Man, I, I think it was a, uh, was it Guitar Center? I don't know if we had Guitar Center back then. Man, I, I bet my pops probably don't even remember I'm you know curious. what? You know, you know what? You know what? 
That was back in the day where musicians' friend would send you a, a big old magazine. Uh huh. You know what? I think we actually because that was back in the day when you had to call it in. Yeah. Like yeah, I want item number blah 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 yeah. blah. Yeah. I think that's how we did it, yo. <laughs> I was wondering, like, I wonder what. Yo. I remember the musicians' friends' magazines. Yeah, though. them big old things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Call it in. This is what I want to get. <laughs> Give them the information. Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> So so listen, you, you get it home, you break it out the box. Do you remember opening it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean a little bit. I remember opening it and then like learning how to format the disc That's drive. Good guy. <laughs> For those of you that just open logic and fruity loops, this is not the same. No, no. It, 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 and and don't format if you started making beats on it because you everything about to be forget? gone. I, I think I did it one time. I was like, yo, I lost everything. My dad was like, bro, like formatting, like you like clearing everything. I was like, nah. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> they don't know about that, man. They, no, they it, don't. They got, they, got hard, they got external hard drives. <laughs> Oh man, I forgot about this. Hey, so you in Texas? You got the keyboard. Yep. You and your sister start the group, and you start making a batch of beats for her for the song she wrote. Oh yeah. Did she like the beats? Oh yeah, yeah. And and it was all quirky. Like yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, why? Yeah, everything you got just sounds like real. It's like nerdy, but it's dope. Like it needs to be on the TV show. That's what people were saying. Yeah, yeah, all the time. (laughs) It didn't take me until like my my thirties to where I finally was comfortable with like not being yeah sounding like everything. Yeah. So did you get to a place in that journey up front where it made you like feel a way about making music? Did it discourage you in any way? So there's a part of me that all this creativity is like like just just yeah. I, I couldn't contain it. Like I'm just like, oh my gosh, all these beats. I'm dropping like three or four beats a day and it's just like Woo. crazy out the box. But then there's a side of me that like people were like telling me stuff like, man, it's dope, but it's weird. Uh, like it's dope, but it's weird. Like, like where would you put it? Like who would want to, yeah, you know, you know, rap on that or who want to, you know, sing on that? It's weird. But like I said, man, it's um, not being sure of who you are and confident in how God made you can hold you back. Yeah. So and and it and it breeds a lack of confidence. So yeah. what ends up happening, you know, in in the season where you should be like going for it and like you know building relationships and like getting your stuff out there, you're just always second guessing yourself because you're looking at other people like, man, I don't sound like that person. I don't sound like that person. But you know, I, I'm different, and everybody keeps telling me I'm different. But instead of like being confident in my uniqueness, you know, I'm over here wanting to be like this guy or this guy or this guy or this girl, you know. Let's take a moment because it's so real and we forfeit a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in that frame of mind. And it it's hard. The crazy thing is it's hard. Like society makes it hard to not be that way because they reinforce what they think you should be, how True. they think you should sound, True. how they think you should look. Wow. And like when you're young and you're grinding, it can be tough, man. Mm-hmm. It can be tough. Like, did you ever get to the place where you're like, you know what? I'm sick of y'all. This, I'm, I'm gonna do me the way I do me. It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. A, <laughs> if I be honest, I, 
last year. Wow. Was where I just like, you know what, man, I'm just gonna do me. Yes. You know, I was working on so many other people's stuff, and <clears throat> you know, and just I was like, I was honestly, man, I was at the point of wanting to like quit. You yeah. know. You know, and and it's you can. Because I was just so focused on, like, trying to be, like, like accepted. Yeah. Because I'm not accepted by the in crowd because I'm my sound is so different, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I would have people, like, big, big people that's like, yo, you know, it's, it's cool, but, you know, it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. We got to take a break, y'all. Because my daughter loud. What up, y'all? I'm Rajay. And I want to say first, thank y'all for the support. Thank y'all for the love. And thank y'all for watching and listening to this podcast. We really don't take it for granted. Hey, if y'all want to continue to support us by spending y'all money, I got a way for y'all to do that. Y'all go to rajxshaw.com and pick up that Make It Happen hoodie today. Life be crazy, but we still got to do what? Make it happen. Gang. All right, so it is 2023 now. So that means last year, 2022, is when you really felt comfortable, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I want to ask you something. From from the day that you got that keyboard Mm -hmm. up until last year, what was the journey like? My focus was off, right? So... When you're building something and you're you're doing something that hasn't been done before, um, if you focus on the metrics, you're going to not neglect is probably the wrong word. But if you're focused on the metrics, mm-hmm. you're focused on the wrong thing because you got to start with the foundation. And then from the foundation, you kind of build, build, build up on it, you know, so kind of going through the journey of like man you know i just dropped this but it may not have gotten the you know viewership or that i was that i thought i was going to get i put so much effort and work and hundreds of or thousands in some cases thousands of hours into this project i was like man like that's it you know and 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 i i learned something um like from like the bible um there's this um you know, prophet or, you know, man of God in the Bible, his name was Ananias. Mm-hmm. And he, he had to minister and, um, lay hands and heal this, this guy by the name of Saul. Okay. Right. Yeah. And Saul was like, I, I, I think of how many of us are a, a benefactor of that one man's act of obedience. Yeah. Like, and that after he, um, obeys God, and heals Saul, you know, Saul becomes Paul. Yeah. And he wrote like so much of the New Testament. Absolutely. And you know, after Ananias like ministers to Paul, you don't hear nothing else about Ananias. Mm. But how many billions of people were positively impacted by that one moment? When nobody else was willing to like, cause back then it's like Saul was a oh yeah he he was a gangster yo he was like he was like a terrorist like he was Osama <laughs> bin Laden times twenty like, yo 
Like, like for real. Like, if you had to think about it today's time, yeah. think of like the worst terrors you can think of, and that was Saul. Yeah. And it's like, Lord, you want me to go and do that? Like, yeah. But like, nobody, nobody talks a lot about Ananias. But like, yo, when you really think about it, we're all benefactors of his one act of obedience, his one shining moment, right? Yeah. So when it comes to like plowing something or trying to like, you know bring something to that has probably never happened before or or in um creating something new like you can't look at the metrics you got to look at the impact yes yes and if your focus is on the metrics you're gonna quit you're gonna it's so much easier to quit because you're focused on the numbers instead of focusing on the impact yes man sheesh I don't think that's talked about enough because it could be a situation where, like you said, your obedience could impact one person and that one person changed thousands of lives. Mm -hmm. That means you sowed a seed that inevitably touched thousands of people. But if you said, well, I don't want to do it because God, it ain't five people. It ain't 10 people. Wow. It ain't 20 people. No, it's that one person. I just need you to reach that one, one. person. And we're like, no, nah, that ain't enough. That's not enough for me to go tell <clears throat> the homies that I was a success. Wow. That's not enough for Instagram to start giving me ad money. Mm-hmm. Re- what is it? Like when they give you the, <clears throat> the real bonus, mm-hmm. I need real bonuses. No, nah. ain't, ain't no check mark for that. <laughs> you don't get no check mark for that. But... <clears throat> You could cause all of heaven to rejoice. Yes, sir. Off of the one. Yes, sir. And I think, okay, this is tearing me all to pieces. If y'all can't tell, I'm trying to contain myself. This is heavy. I'm about to cough too. Because as musicians, as singers, as creatives, Mm -hmm. as artists, we can get caught up in wanting to be accepted by the masses. Yeah. Wanting to, it wasn't a success if it didn't have this many streams. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a success if this many tickets weren't sold. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a success if it didn't have this many views. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no. What about the fact that completing it is the success? The fact that it's done and I released it is the success whatever comes from it mm-hmm. is out of my control wow. and it's my responsibility to, to just do that on a consistent basis yeah and after i do that on a consistent basis a year two years mm-hmm. three years five years then we can look around and see because mm-hmm. yep. it makes more sense than to do it for <clears throat> six months and then be discouraged because the numbers don't look right mm-hmm. and then like you said we quit mm-hmm but it's like anybody that we admire, whether it be on the music side, whether it be on the business side, whether it be <clears throat> pastors who started the church. Like we see people like, let's take a Jake's, for instance. <laughs> like we look at Potter's house now, but I'll be looking at some of them pictures when, <laughs> mm-hmm. when he <clears throat> had that funny looking hair <laughs> Yo, in West Virginia. And I'm like, y'all, right? despise not small beginnings. Come on. Come on. Everything big started small. But the question is, can you endure the small season? Mm-hmm. Like, can you grind? Can you persevere? 
even though it's small. Yeah. Can you go live every night if only seven people are watching? Right. 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 Because you have to be. Here's the other thing, Stacey. You have to be. Because what if what if it just happened the way you wanted it to happen with no development? Then you really going to lose it. Right. So what if God is like, oh, no, you need five years. Because if I gave it to you today, you ain't going to have it six months. So I need you to grind for five years, buddy, so that you can have it for generations to come. Yeah. So that you can build like a generational brand or a generational company or a generational wealth, something that lives beyond you. I I always say one of the reasons why God usually only shows us the end ending of a thing is because if he showed us the journey, the in between. We ain't with it. We, we like, no, so never mind, never mind. Instead, if you have an alternative route, please, t- please tell me there's another way. How many tears I got to cry? <laughs> that, how how many loads? That's a lot of tears. <laughs> how many disappointments? Uh-uh. No, no. That's why God's like, nope, just, just show them the ending. Yeah. Just show them. <laughs> That's heavy. Yeah. That's heavy. A lot of people would probably be like, they would give it all the deuces. Like, no, nah, I can't <clears> do it. So you're in this place. You're making these beats. Mm-hmm. Did you quit or was it just hard to continue? <clears throat> the per- the person that kept me from like just throwing up the deuces was my wife. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. My wife, Kira, Kira Young, you know, yeah. <clears throat> the the professional model, the, the Miss Everything author. Yeah. <laughs> that was she, you know, she told me something that encouraged me you know and she said because i was like man i just i said man i'm I'm just i was just frustrated you know i was having a, you know it's like man it's just it's not working out man you know i done i've helped all these artists out you know i put out you know my best work you know at the time you know before i was got some upgraded equipment and stuff and i was like you know i did the best i could and i'm just not seeing the return that i'm putting the investment into I was just frustrated, man. I told, and she told me, she said, man, you can't quit because you haven't found your tribe yet. Ooh, talk about it, about it. Get real, talk about That's the good God truth. She she said, she said, you got to keep, you got to keep pushing. She said, and, and you just don't know what's on the other end of you persevering and pressing through. Shout out to her. Shout out to your wife. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that encouraged me. Because, you know, when you when you think about it, you know, it's like, yeah, you're right. And she's like, you know, you're, you haven't found your tribe. Your tribe hasn't found you yet. She said, that's why you feel sometimes you feel like you're alone. That's why sometimes you feel like you don't have the support. You know, that's why you feel like you're just, you know, wasted effort. She said nothing's ever a waste when it comes to God. N- nothing. Nothing's a waste. God, God wastes nothing. She said all this is for a reason. Yeah. And the the funny thing is, is like, you know, after I got over myself, got over my, my ego tripping and all that stuff, you know, and I went to the Lord. The funny thing was like not long after I'm over here helping out other like musicians and producers like, look, I know the feeling. I know where you're at. I'm walking them through everything. I said, I see myself in you. Yes, <clears throat> You can't quit. And I'm telling them what she told me. I said, you just haven't found your tribe. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I said, look, I said, look, we just encourage each other. We sharpen each other. You know what I'm saying? It's heavy, man. 
I'm gonna go. It's really heavy, so I'm, I'm gonna go to a lighter note because <laughs> Stacy is walking heavy in here. So I'm gonna go to. Let's go to being a bass player. Uh, let's talk about that. How did that start? Oh man. Okay. So you know, I told you. You know, I started off as a drummer. Yeah. Um. Got to Texas. Then when my dad's um station was done in Saudi Arabia, and he finally came with the family <clears throat> after. I think it's about a, a year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, we started. Um, we go to church freely because we're in America now. <laughs> yes. So um, I was playing drums at this um, chapel uh, on the Air Force base, and there's a drummer named Mike Ingram came along, and he he tried out, and he was he was just better than me. So mm, so yeah. so he did he did the tryouts, and I I looked at my dad. My dad looked at me, and I said to myself, "I said, yeah, I'm, I'm probably not gonna be playing drums much longer." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He yeah he just ran circles around me. I I I, I, I freely admit it. You know, and the funny. <laughs> It was like later on that year, um, like the next year, my mom, my mom had bought my dad a bass, like a four string bass, right? Yeah. And my dad, because my dad kind of looked at her, it was so funny. Um, and he was like, "Why, why did you buy me the bass? Like I don't play bass." She said, "You remember when we were dating? Like you said you always wanted to play bass." He was like, "Wow," and he was like, "He appreciate." It. He didn't say it like in a butthole way, but he was like, "Yo, the bass, like, I'm a, like, did you mean to buy this for me?" It was so funny. And she's like, "Remember we were dating? You always said you wanted to play bass." He was like, "Yo, I forgot all about that." Yo. <laughs> Man, he probably <laughs> in his mind he was like, "Oh, for she real, saved. she could have, she should have just gave me that." Money. <laughs> yo and one day i was listening it, it was melodies from heaven kirk franklin oh yeah and i was listening to it i was like and, and the bass like, so yeah. I, I was listening to it i was like you know let me try it out so my dad was at work and i was just messing around with the bass I, and i learned it and he came home and i said yo dad check this out i, I put the song on i started playing it he said <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, hmm. so I um and and from that moment he said okay. So he gave me a list of songs. He's like okay, I want you to learn this song by next week. Learn this next song by you know by by this date. And I had learned them, and that was when he was like okay. So you're gonna play bass. So it was funny. It was like where. I would, you know, some people would be like, man, you know, I got replaced, and they would look at it as being replaced. It's like all you did was create an opportunity for somebody else, but your what you think is you being replaced was just creating an opportunity for God to expand you. <laughs> Stacy dropping bars here. <laughs> I mean, how many people ask for expansion, and when God takes you through that that process, and then they get they get mad at God, and God's like, "But, but you asked you asked for me to enlarge your territory." So, in order for me to enlarge your territory, I got to kick you off these drums right. because that's the only way you're gonna get to the base. And then your mom buys your daddy a base that he don't want. <laughs> that was a setup. That was your base the whole time. She didn't know it. She didn't. She didn't know it. God said, "Buy the base." <laughs> You're buying it for Gregory Young, but little do you know it's for the junior. <laughs> Facts. That's crazy. That's crazy, bro. But I think I think that's a good point, man, because sometimes you're right. Like we'll we'll be in a place where we want more and we ask God for more. Mm. But sometimes 
when we go to God with request, we also have an idea of how we want it to go. Come on. Come on. And as soon as it don't go how we want it to go, mm-hmm. we think it's not going to happen. But wow. his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. We have a certain set of ways. We have a certain set of thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then God will say, scoop, nope. <laughs> you ain't even going that way at all. And then you end up where you're supposed to be. Wow. And that's why trusting God is so important. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, lean not to your own understanding. Wow. But in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. Do we really want him to direct our path? Or do we want him to take we us on? We want him to ride with us. <laughs> and just tell us if we finna. Yep. Hey, don't let me. Hey, I ain't trying to stop at this. Let me know. You, I need you to be my. What's that thing when the um when it beep? The thing that beep when the cops coming? Oh, the uh, a siren. No, in your car. What is it called, Jess? Oh, the um, oh. like so you would know when they about to clock you. Uh huh. What uh, is that speed, thing called? Speed detector or something like that. Yeah, uh. I, dang, <laughs> I ain't even. It ain't been in a car in so long. But that's what that's what we want God to do. God, tell us when the police coming. Mm-hmm. God, tell us when there's a traffic jam. We don't mm-hmm. want him to just direct our path. Right. We want him to ride in case we get in trouble. Like, he for, he the backup. Right. For our emergencies that we create. Mm-hmm. God, just protect me from this decision I'm about to make. No, that ain't how it works. Mm-hmm. When you allow him to direct you, you ride. Wow. You ride. Because it's like, at the end of the day, he knows best. Like... I've I've been in situations where I thought I knew best and actually went through with stuff where I thought I knew best. Mm-hmm. And boy, was I wrong. Mm-hmm. Man, that's real. It's just like the 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 tough the toughest part about faith is letting go on the steering wheel. That's the tough it's like uh, when I watch some videos of the people in the Teslas and they just like doing like this on the highway and the thing is like taking them to their destination. I was like, I'd be freaked out because I feel like when, when it comes to God and he's like, yo, let me direct you. And, and he's like, take your hands off the wheel. It's like, that's the scariest part for us because now we're not in control. Come on. And everybody's safe when they're in control. Everybody feels like being in control makes them more safe. But when it comes to God, it's the opposite. Come on. You are actually more in danger when you're in control. Wow. That's true. That's true. And it, it, it that's counter um, Intuitive. culture. culture. That's yes. counter this culture. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you act, when you're in control, you actually finna mess something all the way up. <laughs> you finna tear this up. But when you let him lead, it may be uncomfortable it may be <clears throat> undesirable at times. It may be, um, it may cause friction with your own ideas or mm. thoughts or ways or desires. But at the end of the day, he wants what's best for you. Yeah. And just like in any other situation, like whoppers taste amazing, mm-hmm. but kale is better for your health. Man, messing around, put that bacon on there. We going crazy. (laughs) Slap about four pieces on there, but like that's clogging your arteries, buddy. I mean, it tastes better, but and it's like, no, the salad, bro. Yo, get the salad and don't get the crazy dressing. You got to get the get the junk that ain't going crazy in there. Wow, and it's like we understand that, but we don't understand God being like, I know you want to do that. But it's not beneficial. 
I know you have free will and you're allowed to do that, mm-hmm. but it's not profitable. That's that's crazy. It's, it, we serve a God who's more concerned about giving us what's good for us instead of giving us what's good to, to us. us. And we want what's good to us. Mm-hmm. That's what we prefer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like, no, yep. no. Yep. And then we get mad at God, but it's like, no. Mm-hmm. And then it's nothing like, and then what happens is, and we off topic, but it's beautiful. <laughs> then what will happen is, let's say, for instance, we do get by and we are able to pull off that thing that was good to us. Mm. I mean, it comes with so much heartache and frustration. Bro. I'd rather take the uncertainty of following God than the misery of my choices. That's wow. Because it's like either way you're gonna be uncomfortable, but I would rather go to I'd rather end up sweeter. <laughs> That's good. I would, that was if, that if, is good. If these are my two options. That's good. You know what, God, I don't know what you're doing, man. But it beats this alternative. Because if I go here, yeah, I know where I'm trying to go and I may even get to it. But the aftermath of that is crazy. Just like that whopper. It mm-hmm. tastes good, but man, you'd be feeling crazy after yeah. you eat it. Like, oh, you yeah. like, why did I why did I eat that? Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yo, it drives me crazy. And like, hey, the, it, the crazy thing is, I've been in, I'm, I'm guilty. I've been in situations, Stacy, where I knew I was gonna feel bad, mm-hmm. but yep. I wanted that taste, mm-hmm. and that's how our flesh is. Wow, we know it. Yep. We know how it's gonna end up, but we want that taste, so we go get that whopper anyway, mm-hmm. man. No, mm-hmm. and God is like, no, man, no more bread. Mm-hmm. No more processed meat, no more fast food. <laughs> and we're like, what you mean? Cut out the sugars. Yeah, what? Like, what? <laughs> do what? And in our life, God wants to do the same the same way we understand that analogy with food. God wants to do that in our lives. Come on. Like, He wants us to do what's good for us, not good to us. Mm. All right, sorry guys. Stacy just he got he brought the oil with him. <laughs> That's what happened. Stacy brought the oil. All right, let's get back on topic. So you play melodies from heaven, right? Then you play all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. How long is it before you do you go back to the chapel as a bass player? Yeah. Let's go. How soon after? <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, it was like right when I learned melodies from heaven. My dad was like, "All right, let's get it. Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> ah, so you go back to the chapel uh-huh. playing bass. So yep. so now. It doesn't bother you that you're not the drummer. Mm-mm. Did was there anybody else playing bass at the chapel? There was this uh, guy that came. Uh huh. Um, his name was like Thickpin. That's crazy. I remember his name, but uh, he was an older guy. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, man, was I like ninth grade, high school, something like that. So you know, and we were just splitting time. So you know, he would, yeah. he might get two songs. I get one, or I get two. He get one. Yeah, yeah. So did you learn anything from? Him? No, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember. I, I I think because I was in my own world. Yeah. So it was it wasn't that. Um, there were some other guys I did learn from, but at that time, I, my dad bought me these uh funk bass players. Like um, um cameos bass player yeah. and all these other guys. So I was learning like uh popping, you know, slap yeah. style. And I was just immersed in like yes. Yeah. Fred Hammond and them guys. That was I was yeah. listening to nothing but 
you know. <laughs> yeah. So, and were there other musicians your age around, or not many? There were there were a couple that I went to high school with. Mm-hmm. Um, one uh, Everett Everett Blaylock, you know, my my boy. Um, he still lives in Texas. Um, you know, we still we still tight to this day. Yeah. But outside of that, there wasn't. I I didn't get an opportunity like you guys yeah. to like grow up with like a community. Yeah. You know, that's one thing like when I moved to North Carolina, I, I finally got, got around y'all. I was like, man, I was like, I wish I had. Yeah. Now there's a community of musicians, but they were so much older than me. Yes. But like, I didn't get a chance to like grow up yeah. like y'all did. I was like, man, <laughs> yeah. that's why I'll be, sometimes I'll be looking at y'all's relationship like. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I don't try to intrude or push on y'all, but I'm like, yeah. man, I wish I grew up with some, you know, I was like, yeah. why, why y'all always make me the loner? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll just yeah. be on my- <laughs> yeah, so I wanna t- So you just said something that I want to touch on because I think we can help somebody. God, why do you always make me the loner? Mm. Talk to me about that. That feeling. Wow. So... There, there's like two parts to it, right? So there's the side of you that where it's so it's beneficial because you get to work on your own time, you get to grow on your own time, you get to like kind of like be totally out the box because you're not having to like you know work with somebody, I guess. Yes, but sir. then when you do get with people that you vibe with, though, it's just so much. Community is just everything, man. Yes. You know, it makes I, a difference. It does. You know, I, the funny thing is like. My project, I'm gonna be releasing my project, my yeah, f- my first like gospel project, solo f- gospel project that yes. I've ever released. And <laughs> I started reaching out to everybody. I was like, "Look, you're gonna be on my project. You're gonna be on my project." I'm just telling people like, "Look, all y'all, I'm <laughs> it's my project. Every song's gonna be like featuring, 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 featuring." <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Man, I'm, I I just said I'm just tired of being alone, like." I'm just tired of doing this on my own. Everybody was always all these years congratulating me like, yo, you a one man band. All you need is just a drummer. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But like, I'm tired of being doing it by myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I am. I'm tired of doing it by myself. Yeah. So this project, you already know what it's going to be called? Yeah. And by the time people watch this, the single would be out. What's the name of the single? My Friend. So I'm going to ask you, y'all go stream that. It's out right now. My Friend is out right now. Tell me what that song is about. Man, I knew you were going to ask this question. I've been sitting here like, man, how am I going to answer this? So we see Jesus, you know, we thank God for his sacrifice. He died for us on the cross. And the song comes from the perspective of um, it starts off by saying, wow, I find it funny that Jesus, the same Jesus that called Peter Satan is the same Jesus that called Judas a friend. E. So that's a bar. First of all, continue. <laughs> so, <laughs> sheesh. All right, keep going. So, Jesus tells the apostles how he's going to die, and after he dies, he's going to resurrect. And Peter comes to Jesus and is like, re- essentially rebuking Jesus, like, "Yo, no, that ain't going to happen. Not on my watch. Like, I'm, you're not going to go to a cross and die." And Jesus looks at Peter and calls him Satan. And Peter think. <clears throat> 
Peter thinks he's responding mm-hmm. from a place of protection. Right. From a place of like, yeah. nah, you my boy. It ain't going down. Exactly. Like, that. like, yo, like you my boy. Like, <laughs> no, nah, ain't nobody stepping to you. <laughs> no, if you buck, boy. <laughs> like for real. Like Peter's like, yo. And Peter was about that life. Cause when they came to Jesus, he pulled out the knife, like, no, give your butt. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> like for real. <laughs> right. So, like, but then Jesus rebukes them and calls them Satan. Then you flip like 10 chapters down and Judas comes with a betrayer's kiss and he calls Judas a friend. So what does that look like in our lives where our culture and our mindset of a betrayer is one that you can never trust and one that you should never have in your personal space. But Jesus always knew who Judas was. Check this out. Jesus is baptized by his cousin. The the um the Holy Spirit, the the presence of God descends from heaven, and God says, "This is my son, who I'm well pleased." Yes. Then God sends Jesus immediately after he's baptized into the wilderness. Right. Yeah. So Jesus is in the wilderness, no food, no water, and then God sends Jesus into a wilderness, a desolate place to be tempt, you know, tried by the enemy. Right after Jesus goes through that in prayer and that, that time of suffering, then he chooses the apostles. Jesus had to go die to himself so that he could pick his Judas. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So he could pick his betrayer. Cause, yeah, because he handpicked the, the disciples. And, and, if, and if you think about it, we are all benefactors of, the, of a betrayer's kiss. Talk, bro. Talk about it more. What do you mean? If Judas had not betrayed Jesus, there's no cross. Mm-hmm. There's no death. There's no resurrection. There's no remittance of sins. Like, there's none of that. We don't get that. That's heavy, y'all. So, <laughs> so, so in our lives, I've, there's been more godly oil coming from my life, me having because of betrayers yes lord because of people that have done me wrong because of people that that i called friend that betrayed me more of god's character was built and shaped in my life yeah because of them yes versus the ones that were always there because let me. me tell you why let me tell you why come on say for instance um say for instance um 13 years old i grew up with a guy what grade are you in in thir- when you're 13 normally uh, be t- like around like middle eighth, school, yeah, right? seventh, eighth grade. Okay, now say for instance, I grow up with this guy. Let's call this guy James. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm cool with James until I turn 21, and then God call. Oh, I gotta go back. Me and James, we round here. We doing our thing. We stealing candy from the store. We hollering at chicks. We having. We living our best life. <laughs> right. 21. God calls me to preach. Mm. James like, man, what you mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we've been doing this. We've been doing that. We've been having a great time. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Even though he's been a friend up until 21, him being familiar with who I was from 13 to 21 is going to cause him to have a perspective and an opinion of me that is not going to line up with what's next. Hmm. So Jesus saying to Peter, calling him Satan that's like 
I'm calling you Satan because you're about to interfere Come on. with destiny. Come on. You are so tight with me <laughs> that you bucking up against what's inevitable. Mm-hmm. This is the will of my father. Come on. I know we tight, mm-hmm. but having that stance would put you in the way. Yep. Yes. That's Satan. Right. <laughs> he the one that tried to get you off your track. Mm-hmm. So in that context, I never knew it that way, but I understand it clearly. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, <laughs> the betrayer mm-hmm. is the one that's going to make you focused on what you've been called to be. Because you're going to be forced into something you would not have done if you were not betrayed. And it is that path Come that on. sends you on the right path. Because as long as people cool, you chilling. Yep. If you ain't challenged, you ain't growing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the betrayer's kiss that thrusts you right into your destiny. It's crazy. It's true because I'm thinking about my life, Stacey. <laughs> right. I've never thought about it like this before, <laughs> ever. But it's heavy. Yeah. Because like when you are called to do things, like when you go through different phases of life, man, mm-hmm. a friend can be an enemy. And an enemy can be a friend, Come on. depending on what phase of life you in. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, this is amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and and when God gave it to me, I was just like, man. And, and it fits the theme of my project. Yes, sir. Because my project is, my project overall is going to be called The Suffering King. Okay. Like, we always... It's it's so good when we hear about the blessings of God and God, you know, I came that you have life and life more abundantly. Yeah, we love that. Blessings, blessings, blessings. But Jesus talks so much about suffering and having to die on your own cross. Yes, Lord. What does that look like in life? Because if we gave new converts and believers and even ones that have you know been in the game for a while, if we gave them the truth about what living for God really looks like, the wounds the betraying, the betrayals, the, the sacrifices, sa- man. the dying to yourself, the saying no. Come on. The come on. Suppressing natural desires. Come on. Come like on. dying to your flesh. Hmm. Like it's 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 hits against the wall. Like cause you really like like if you ain't shedding, you ain't really doing it right. Right. Like and we just want the good parts, man. Come on. But it's like there's no character building in the good parts. There's no Come on. growth in the good parts. It's just good. Like if I just eat ice cream. Come, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Come on. That's good. It's like. How, how does it benefit you? Like God just keep giving us ice cream. Right. What in the world? That's not going to help. Mm-hmm. I mean, it tastes amazing. Yeah. Don't mess around and put like no banana or no <laughs> strawberry or no whipped cream on there. Stacy. we are going crazy. <laughs> but it's like, no, that's not, that's not what, it's the gym is where the abs are built. It's not the reality of, of being a, a Christian. It's not the reality of being a son of God. Gosh. Like you are going to suffer. And because you suffer, that does not mean you're, you're God forsaken. What's the first thing people say to you when, when they see you going through a season of suffering and struggling? Well, I'll say suffering. What'd they say? They say, what did you do? You had to done something. It's the first thing they say. Usually 9.9 out of 10 times they say, oh, you must have made God mad. What did you do wrong? It may not be what you did wrong. It could be everything about what you've done right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is heavy. This is too heavy for me. 
It's real life, though. So from the perspective of Peter and Judas and Jesus, that's where the song My Friend comes from. Yeah, I was God was taking me through my own personal journey through my life. And uh, and he just just gave me the hook. God and woke me up in the morning. and He said, who's my friend? You're my friend. Betrayer. Judas, my friend. And I just, he just had me just write. And it it was crazy. I was writing. Nothing was rhyming. Guys was just right. And I just wrote, you know. And that's how God gave me the song. Yeah. So I want, I just, I just want to encourage people, you know. Just let them know, like, man, that, I, I know what you went through. God saw it. But like, yeah. let God's character be shaped, shaped in your life from the experience. Mm-hmm. How do you feel now that you've completed that song? I feel. <laughs> What's the right word? I, I, I always get the road right where you're like looking back kind of like is retrospective. Yeah. You just look back, you know, the older you get and the the longer your faith walk is, you just look back and the times that you thought like you were not going to make it. Like, man, there's no way I can made it through that. Like, and you start thinking about your testimony and you start thinking about like how people, people was really trying to take you out of here physically or mentally. You're like, or even like in in ways of abuse and different types of ways, man, just looking at the song and even like the project as a whole, you just become so grateful. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and it's like people people end up becoming a benefactor of your suffering two three yeah easy to love in the morning love it when i see you yawning easy don't hurt so bad easy don't make you sad easy like sunday fun day one way no play girl sing it okay gotta love it my way that's all i gotta go you know I'm a rapper. No, now. she love no shy. Shy, you have just met. You have just met. Shy. She loved to rap and ain't had nobody Yo. around her that like rapping. Y'all. Yo. You just Yo. I know she just messed you up. Yo, I got tears in my eyes. <laughs> oh yeah. easy to love in the morning. Hey. Love it when I see you yawning. Hey. Easy don't hurt so bad. Easy don't make you sad. Hey. Easy like Sunday, fun day, one way, no play, girl singing, okay. Oh! <laughs> Bro, y'all, I'm floored. Yo, we ain't never heard Jada in our life. Ever. I'm floored. She- right. And that is the thing about life that is easily forgotten. Hmm. Our life is not our own, number one. Hmm. We've been put on earth to serve other people. Mm-hmm. Everything that we go through is for somebody else. Come on. All of it. Everything that we create mm-hmm. is for somebody else. Every day that we go to work, no matter what our job is, mm-hmm. is for somebody else. Yeah. If you work at Burger King, if you produce at the house, if you administer music, if you a nurse, if you work at Lowe's, mm-hmm. if you no matter where you work, no matter what you do, it's always for somebody else. When you become a parent, you make money and bring it home for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And it's like to understand that everything we go through is for somebody else. Mm. 
it makes you a pre like the fact that you could go through that time as a producer and then be able to encourage the youngins mm-hmm. it makes it worth it yeah because the truth is what if all your days were good and then those mentees came to you you ain't got nothing to tell them right you can't help them yeah you just gonna be like well i don't know i, I don't know how you gonna make it through that I, everything's been easy for me I I don't know what to tell you. I pray, I guess. Huh? What hey, hey, what did you do wrong? Yeah. You must have made God mad. That would be our response. God, that's so good. That's so good. That's what makes Jesus the ultimate priest. Yeah. The Bible says he's always interceding for us daily. He was touched with every single one of our infirmities. He was tempted in all things, but he sinned not. That's why he's able to intercede for us because he's been touched with every single one of our sins. So everything we could ever experience. Come on. As far as temptation, whether it be drugs, women, money. All of it. All of it. All of it. But we be falling. (laughs) We are not good at it. (laughs) At all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yo, mm-hmm. Stacy, this is crazy. Like this, this moment in time is divine. I feel it is important for people that are listening and watching because it's like it's people out here that be wanting to do the right thing. Wow, it's people out here that be wanting to like perfect their craft and not give up and like live godly lives like be positive people and it'd be tough like society culture the world hustle culture mm-hmm. instagram it'd be making it like that complicates things mm-hmm. those elements complicate things like how do you view social media as it relates to two things three things because <clears throat> <laughs> In music, as a husband, mm-hmm. and as a father. You could, t- you could answer them in either order, but I'm very interested. Oof. All right, so as a father, as a father, it must be monitored. Yes, sir. Because these days, you can type a word like Apple, and it can take you down a rabbit hole that like you were not like yo i really just wanted to look up apple like where did all this <laughs> apple come from? <laughs> what so it's it's you gotta you gotta protect yes, as sir. a father as a mother parent you got to cover yes. you got to cover because your children are arrows in a quiver and you pull that arrow out and when you put them in the bow, you're asking God, all right, so what direction do I need to release them in? She. All right. God's like a little more to the left. Okay. Uh, go up a little bit. Okay. Now let go. <laughs> but if you aren't monitoring them, it's almost like that torque. It's like you can't shoot them. So now you're here. And when it's time to release them, they just fall to the ground. Their effectiveness, there's no effectiveness, you know. All right, so as a husband, oh Lord, 
I'm a I'm a different kind of husband. Like I don't be up on my wife, right? Like yeah. I give her, I give her her space, right? So as a husband, I'm I'm there to just support, to be honest, because my wife's got so many things going on. It's not my platform, her platform, it's our platform, right? So my job, well, not my job, my desire, right? I want my wife to shine so big, so bright. Like, I don't even care even if her platform is larger than mine. Yes. I'm like, let it be larger than mine. Because even even if God's like, hey, this is as far as you'll ever go, but she's going to be like worldwide, right? I'd be like, it would, it would show good stewardship for me as the priest of my home if I'm able to be a part of the the elevation process yes. and to not hinder it because then it's still to not hinder it because and then, to not hinder it <laughs> when men will tear something up if, when men feel like they women getting more clout than them they will mm. tear it all down you preaching and it's like no but you benefit what are you doing this yeah. is your house right right because because she make millions of dollars that's your money yeah we 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 just made millions you know, it's like ego, man. The, yeah. them, them three little letters, man. It's yeah. just like one of the smallest words out there. <laughs> yes, ego, like yes. ego tripping, like yes. stop, like. So as a husband, like at like my wife, you know, she I always tell her, you know, hey, you're the first line of defense, you know, when it comes to like all that stuff, because you know she's a model, so I already know dudes being her inbox and all that yeah. stuff. I don't, I don't trip. She like she 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 presents herself and she you know dudes don't even come sideways or her no more because woo lord she cut them up oh <laughs> you know my wife was born in inner city baltimore so she <laughs> oh yeah that, that's enough said yeah if you know you know good god um as a musician as a musician you gotta learn learn why was social media created? Like, do a little, deep, a little deep dive or a little, little dip your toe in the water. Like, it's essentially it's all about like money and uh, ads, you know, and getting people hooked on, you know, ads and stuff. You know, they, they even how that they build the al- algorithms to where when you put posts up, only like ten percent of your followers see yes. your posts and all yes. that stuff. They're trying to uh, steer you in a in a place where they want you to start purchasing Spending money sponsorship uh, what is it called sponsorship or um yeah like they want you to I forget um, the word yeah that's it they want you to um yeah spend money for yeah, ads and so all that do stuff. your own ads basically yeah so like learning about how social media works learning how to like pimp the algorithm essentially learning how it works and all that stuff like just find your tribe man once you once you once you once you find your tribe, you won't have to worry about all that because um, Apple Jacks, this is a gospel rapper. Um, uh, I've learned a lot from him. He calls them super fans. He said, you don't need a lot, man. He said, you just you know, need a couple of, couple of hundred super fans. People that, you know, when they, they see your stuff, they see you put stuff out that you got a T-shirt, they're going to share it. Yeah. You got a single, they're going to share it. You, you just got a new website. They're like, yo, check out my boy's website. Yes. It's like, just find your tribe, man. They're out there. Yes. They're out there. And the crazy thing is, like, doing your thing on a consistent basis with the right heart and the right mind to there serve, you go. you're going to attract your tribe. Mm-hmm. You just got to do it and not stop. Yeah. And 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 as a musician, I, I'm going to say this, and I'm saying this with, like, so much sincerity. Just support other artists, man. Like, if you, if you see my page, like, I'm, like, I'm sharing, like, 
TJ Walker um, dropped a single, yeah. I believe, like last year. I was like, yo, check out my bros. Yeah. Yo, this joint is fire. Um, I, I have uh, people that don't even support me. But um, just 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 do it as if you the same way that you want people to do you. Yes. Even, even if you know they're not going to share yours back, just do it with the right heart. Man, God will bless you, man. God will bless you. Do everything as if you're doing it unto the Lord. That's it. Hey, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you something that I'm sure you never thought about, but um, it makes a lot of sense. Like I've known you. We haven't ever had a conversation like this, but I've always felt your spirit. Right now, sitting here talking to you, it's a different thing. Oh wow! But the funny thing is, you didn't grow up in America. Wow. You didn't grow up in the States, right? Wow. And I can tell. <laughs> wow. I didn't even really think about it. I can clearly tell you don't have that mentality. Yeah. It's very simple. You don't have that. You definitely have a way of thinking that is not the norm. Wow. And it, I think... A part of it has to do with, like, how and where you grew up. Wow. Like, your appreciation for things is different. Like, your perspective is different. The things you saw is different. So, you come here. This is secondary. Like, you had to learn all of this. Wow. So, have you ever found yourself, like, in situations where it's like, that's weird? Yeah. (laughs) All the time. crazy where everybody else is like oh that's normal i'm like no (laughs) No. what do you mean that's not normal at all (laughs) but i could just feel it bro and it's like like you said all you have to do is keep going bro Mm because you're you are different in in the best way Hmm. like the way you think the way you carry yourself the way you articulate your thoughts like your spirit your drive your passion and hunger for God, it's like very clear hmm. and it is not normal. Wow. It probably should be more normal. <laughs> it's not though. <laughs> Sorry. It's not. And um I just want to celebrate you and salute you, bro. I appreciate you, man. It's real deal. And I can feel it. It's real deal. I'm sorry. Me and Stacy got something going on here. Yeah, I don't have COVID. Yeah, Sinus. I don't know if St- I hope Stacy ain't in here with COVID. No man, but it's something pollen, going on. Pollen, man, y'all, y'all, we go outside and it's just yellow everywhere. Yeah, I was like, I drove I'm like, man, the whole sidewalk yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I need a pressure washer. I, I just said that today after I picked up my door. I was like, man, I need a pressure washer. Wash the sidewalk. Jesus Christ, the whole thing yellow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just want to um. Is there anything you want to share or let anybody know before we be out of here? Anything you want to say? Anything you've been thinking about that you want to talk about? Wow. No, man. I just, you know, I just appreciate what you're doing. Yes, you sir. Know? Um, appreciate. I, I've been I've been watching, man, you know, just how you're, you're branching out and just supporting other like artists and musicians and, you know, building the podcast and yes, everything sir. what you're doing man it's it's awesome thank you bro like I for appreciate real that, for you know real. and and you're you're plowing something yeah man it's different yeah a lot of people got a podcast but like your swag and how you do it 
Thank like you, man. for the for the space, like you know, the believer space, and even yeah. as you expand it and even take it to like yeah. other other arenas, <clears throat> bro. I appreciate it. Man. Yeah, because that's what it's <clears throat> for. Like, like even though we are all musicians, we're all producers, we're all singers. Everybody's story different, mm-hmm. and it's like. People going to get something from you that they didn't get from somebody else. It's like, dang. Because, like, even when you just told me, I'm like, Saudi Arabia. What the <laughs> what? What? So, it's like, when did you come to North Carolina? How old were you by the time you got to North Carolina? Eight, 18. Wow. Yeah. And how old were you when you met your wife? Lord, 20. I think I was 22. Okay. I think I was 22. Because this year would be 18 years. You better have it right, buddy. So if you minus, uh, Kira's, Kira, uh, one, three, huh? so Kira, 20, right. 22. That, so I was 21. Okay. She was 22. So we're around that age. Yeah, we got married. We got married within like 10 months of knowing each other. Whoa. Wait <laughs> a minute. I think it was 10 months. Yeah. October, November. That's too short. Wait a second. Ten months. Was it ten? ten? If you say less than ten, that's insane. I think I met her in October. Okay, you know what? No, you know what? Forgive me. It might have been a year. I don't know, man. A year is still short. A year. I think. So you okay. It doesn't matter if it's ten or twelve. I want to get to this. How did you know so soon, buddy? No, he want to get oh, it right. Oh, no, no, no. Get it right. I asked her to marry me within that Ten. time frame. I asked her to marry me, but we got married. That's what it was. I asked her to marry me within that. Ten, Ten months. Because her birthday was in September. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you with her for 10 months. Like, okay. So if you, <laughs> if, wait. If you asked her to marry you on the 10th month, did you already know before then? Um, yeah. I just When knew. did you know? How many months? I, I need count, count that too. I need to know. I need to know. if it if you got if you got a woman that knows like can can see like even your ugly side where you are like as a young man and she the, her love for you is the same as like the first day she met you or even stronger she like yeah like these guys out here like I. Like <laughs> marriage, man. You, you want somebody that you want to grow old with. Yes. You know, a, a partnership, relationship, companionship, and you know, man or woman. Like, if you find somebody like, hey, and you know, with her, I just laid it out on the table. Like, look, I'm just keep it real with you. This is me. Boop, 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 boop. And Ooh. I was like, and I was like, hey, if if this runs her off, it runs her off. If it if it ain't, that means, hey, that's a, she the one. If it don't run her off. She, She's a keeper. Oh, she was like, oh, okay. Okay, okay. She was like, okay, that ain't nothing but some prayer. We can pray through that. Okay. Da, 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 da. I was like, okay. For real? Oh, for real, for real? Okay. All right. And I knew then. I was like, okay. You're going to be mine. <laughs> so then you asked her to marry you. Of course she said yes. How long y'all been married now? 18 years. Let's go. <laughs> hey, what's the... We got married in our early 20s, so yeah. That 18 years. Hey, we... <laughs> <laughs> Ten months. Stacy, this has to, this is one of the best episodes ever. This is amazing. Hey, yo, that's crazy. But they said the the funny thing is, like I've heard people say, like 
when it comes to men, like, when we know, we know. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. So, like, most of the time, we just be playing games. Because the truth of the matter is, when we know, we know. Sometimes we follow it for real. Or sometimes we'll avoid when we know because mm-hmm. we don't want to. Yeah. And and so... <laughs> we just like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because if you make a man... If you make a man comfortable, there's like in our nature, I mean, it's like, you know, made me comfortable. So, so Kira, Kira came with like standards, right? Yes, sir. So because she, she had these standards, she's like, okay, we're not doing this. We're not doing that. And if you want to, you, hey, <laughs> you got to put <laughs> the ring on. And she was, she had the whole Beyonce thing. She was like, hey, what's up? You going to put it? I was like, okay. So, but if you, but if, like innately, like in a man's nature, like if you make a man comfortable, like. Like you know, like if I'm comfortable, I'm comfortable. Like, yeah. like why, why do we even need to go there? Like, I'm everything's. You give me everything I want, so I'm good. <laughs> I, yeah. I I can't explain it. There's just like, yeah. but yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, early sometimes though, there's there's just something that you're kind of like side eyeing, like oh yeah. Sometimes you, you get a yellowish, <laughs> yellowish, reddish flag. You're like oh. yeah. Oh, that that one might be a deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we got to do a couple's podcast though. That that thing will oh, go. Oh, boy, you that already was know. slap. Oh, you already know. <laughs> we are definitely on it. I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure Shy is good because I'm like we definitely own it. Yeah, own was, it. Yeah, but it's it's important because it's like young people like again culture mm-hmm. does not support healthy marriage at all. It does not push healthy relationships at all mm-hmm. and it's like there's i would love for us to be voices in that space to let people know like it's actually dope i mm-hmm. mean it is hard work yeah it do be some weird days yeah but ultimately it's worth it it is man it, it's you're, you're not gonna find a better friend than your spouse facts on facts on facts on facts it took me so long bro do you know it took me forever to discover that? Like, because I lived in a world mm. where I had no reference for how to do do marriage. Come on, that's good. So once I got married, like, I didn't understand that she was a friend. It took, wow. it took losing, or not losing, let me say it right, because mm-hmm. I love my homies. It took discovering mm. what true friendship is. For me to realize that my wife is my closest friend. Wow. And she used to try to hint at it. And I used to be like, man, what you talking about? <laughs> Please. Dog, I got the boys. She's like, all right, cool. You think you do? Uh-huh. Go out there then. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, well, well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe you are my closest friend. I think so. <laughs> I think it might be. Yeah. But it's a, it's a beautiful thing, especially like as men who are pursuing like things that we are unsure about, wow. or things that we are insecure about or things that we're uncomfortable with, like. When you got that one rocking with you, or vice versa, mm-hmm. when you got that one rocking with you, they ain't gonna let you. They ain't gonna let you give up, boy. No, no. She was. I'm telling you, man. When I was, she was the only one that was like, "You can't quit." Yes. You can't. And I was. I was there, bro. I was there. And she was just like, "No, you can't. You can't. You. You. You're, you would. You don't know. You don't see it yet. But you'll be. 
you be you're lo- you would be losing too much if you quit. Mm. Mm. Shout out to your wife. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my wife. Y'all, don't quit. You'll be losing too much if you quit. Like literally, there are people who are assigned to you mm-hmm. who are waiting on you. Oh. Oh. Man, God just told me, he said, there's people that's assigned to your struggle. Yes. The benefits of it. Yes. Yes, man. <laughs> yes, man. There's people assigned to your to your suffering, to your suffering. People is assigned to it. Yes. Like they're assigned to the oil that comes from it. Yes. That is, wow. Yes, and it is necessary. Like you are, and here's the thing. It's like, it's no different than like as a, um, What's an example? All right, I'll give you an example. If we got a whole bunch of people at the house, let's say me and you, let's say we're doing a listening party. We got some music, we're doing a listening party. Uh If you got to go get the chicken wings, get it don't matter. Uh You might have to go get some gas. You may have to go put some air in your tire. Uh There might have been a stop, traffic stop. Anything, mm-hmm. but you got the chicken, man. You the only way we gonna eat, <laughs> right? You can't if you like, hey, yo, man. I told them I'm gonna have this chicken, yo. I'm gonna go get this gas. I know this this traffic stop is crazy, but they <clears> waiting <throat> on me to eat though. Mm-hmm. So I still got to bring the chicken. I still got to. Yeah. I got to push through. I gotta do what I gotta do. Hey, y'all! It took a lot, but here's the chicken. <laughs> then they come running like, hey, what a ranch! They going crazy. Yeah, but it was you carrying out your responsibility in Mm. that sense Mm. for them to eat no matter what you had to go through Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing with our lives and our giftings like yeah it's tough to get to it but there are people that you are assigned to like feed it's like Mm -hmm. they hungry yeah they waiting at the table like my boy said he gonna feed us like hey we wait for that (laughs) meal you gotta come hell or hot water you gotta do what you gotta do (laughs) wow and it's like just like the story you told earlier like you being in the pocket, you being in the will of God, you saying yes to your assignment no matter what and not giving up. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you can impact somebody that changes the world, man. Yeah. And it's like you cut off that, that, and then it has to go a whole different way than this. No, that's too much. Just do what you're supposed to do and don't quit. <laughs> like, and another thing. Whether it is your spouse, whether it is a small group at your church, mm-hmm. whether it's some of the homies who know and believe in what you've been called to do, get around people who won't let you quit. Wow. Yeah, that's a- like get around people who will <clears throat> not agree with you <laughs> when you're ready to quit. Ooh. Man, I feel you, man. I know it's tough, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably should do something else. No, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get away from you. Yeah. They go mess you up. <laughs> they go mess you up. Yeah. Yeah. And you gotta be around people that's like, nah, bro, I see what's in you, dog. You can't mm-hmm. give up, dog. We yeah. need that. Mm-hmm. And I like, we need to be told not to give up. Cause sometimes it can be easy. <sighs> sometimes life can make it where you just like, you know what? It'll be better if I just stop. Cause then I won't have to worry about none of this. Mm-hmm. But when you've been called to something greater than you, mm. And when you've been called to serve your tribe, like, as long as you got them kids, 
not working is not an option. It don't matter how hard the job is. Hmm. You got to take care of your kids, take care of your wife. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. You better figure it out. Yeah. Same thing with our gifts. Mm. You better figure it out, buddy. There's too many people you've been called to. You better figure it out. Yes, sir. <laughs> you, you can't quit. You got to figure it out. Oh, man. This has been good, man. Yeah, Thank man. you, man. Hey, thank, thank you. you for pulling up. Like Stacy was like, "Yeah, I'm down. I'm gonna pull up." And he was he would have he was almost all he was almost exactly on time, <laughs> but the train stopped him. Yep. And then my car on the way here. Funny you said push through. My car, my car started. It said the traction's off, and it said limiting your maximum speed to forty miles an hour. And I was on track to get here early. Let's talk. Okay. We, we, okay. We're going. We're okay. We're going to end it, but we can't end it yet. Now, now we can't end it. All right, guys. He just gave you a real life scenario mm-hmm. of what I just said. He's like, all right, we're gonna do the podcast. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's how, that's what we've been assigned to do. Stacy is coming to do the podcast. The train, God, dog. Mm-hmm. The traction, good. Yep. Here's the thing. You get the you get the warning. Mm-hmm. And you're slowed down. Wow. But your car ain't stopped. So you kept on Boy, I got here. I'm, I'm two minutes late, but I'm here. My car said I can't go over 45, but I'm uh, here. Yeah. And that's how we have to be. Yep. Yep. That's how we have to be, wow. man. Because think about it. Wow. Think about how many people are going to be touched from this podcast. Think Praise about God. if you would have been like, Yo, man, there's something going on with my car. Can we reschedule? I almost, I almost did like four times, cause I was like, I was like, man, I need to go to AutoZone and get them to check the thing out. And my and my wife was like, I ca- called my best friend. She prayed with me. She said, look, like you know, don't stress. Let's pray. She prayed, and I was like, okay. I was like, Lord, what do I need to do? And God's like, press on through. Go to the po- don't don't not do the podcast. And, and and I I was and it wasn't even about the single or promoting the album or anything, but God was like, "There's an assignment. Press through and go there." He's like, "Everything's gonna be okay with the car." I'm like, "Lord, I can't even go over forty miles an hour." I said, "I should just reschedule." He said, "Do do not reschedule. Do not reschedule. Press all the way through. Do not reschedule. <laughs> oh, we have to stop facing you. You're going back to back to back." <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, we're helping somebody, man. Do not reschedule. Do not, come on, come man. That is such a revelation. Jeez. Right. Right. I'm thinking about it now. Yes. That is such a revelation. How many times do we like, man, listen, maybe not. Right. Maybe not. Maybe I should wait. Right. Like, maybe I should do it later. Things are going wrong. I should just, man, just come on. I'll push the release date back. The wow. mix don't sound good. Wow. No, man. Wow. Do not reschedule. Wow. That's heavy. <laughs> y'all, y'all, this is good. Stacey Young in the building. We out here. He pressed his way 40 miles an hour past the train. <laughs> but I know what you're talking about because my car did that the other week. And it was just, I'm like, what yeah. in the world? Right. Shaking and everything. Was my, that's exactly what, the, what my car did. What is going on? It got the 40s just. Yeah. It's like going to second gear or something crazy. No. And it just be tripping. It be sounding funny. <laughs> looking funny. It be feeling like it's going just like, you know, the movies where the car just, each piece just. Fall off. <laughs> <laughs> it be feeling like, and you know, like you just in the driver's seat and then you can see outside all the pieces. Fell. That's what the shaking be feeling like. <laughs> oh my god 
<laughs> but you gotta keep going, man. Right. Shout out to your wife one more time. Mm-hmm. Because, Kira Young. Yes, Kira Young. Thank you for being the amazing wife to Stacy that you are because it makes a difference. It does, man. It makes a huge difference. It it puts a battery in our back. Wow. Like I've definitely been like depleted before and she helped charge me back up. I ain't gonna lie. My wife, Sha, shout out she back there with our son. Like she done helped me out a lot of days when I'm like, yeah, this is crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And she mm-hmm. like, no, I'm like, you sure? She like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. I've been in situations where I literally like if an opportunity come or a situation come, I ask her. Come on. Just straight. Yeah. Somebody called me to do this. What do you think? Yeah. Or if she tell me no, I used to be mad. Uh-huh. Cause I'm like, what you mean, man? I'm trying to go gig with the homies. Uh-huh. They said it's right up the street. They're gonna pay that. And she like, I don't think you should. And then them times where I ignored her, uh-huh. it got ugly. Uh-huh. <laughs> and them times where I listened to her, I was at the crib. A part of me was like, dang, I wonder what the boy's doing. But the other part was like, but I ain't stressing though. <laughs> I ain't had to go to no dumb rehearsal. Right. I ain't had to deal with no arrogant artists. Mm-hmm. I ain't had to deal with the promoter not having money. I just mm-hmm. chill with my family. Yep. Yep. I'll be like, and then when the opportunity do come, I'll be like, babe, this. And she'd be like, yeah, I think this would be good. Mm-hmm. Everything be sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, see, man, she know God, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I learned a phrase. Um, uh, God told Abraham, obey your wife, Abraham. When she was talking about kicking out um, Hagar and Ishmael, she said, they need to go. He's like, but that's my son, you know? And God said, obey your wife. (laughs) You you, you won't hear that preached a lot in a lot of sermons. Obey your wife. God. You sure won't. Not my, no, you won't. (laughs) Obey your wife, Abraham. Don't worry. He said, okay. Y'all got to go. Bro, I'm messed up, bro, right now. <laughs> because there's so we got to get, we got to log off. <laughs> or else it's gonna keep going. <laughs> Cause I'm literally thinking about times where my wife was like, that ain't a good idea. And for whatever reason, I disagreed and her love and respect for me made her say, okay. Mm-hmm. And it ain't. There is a little voice telling you, obey your wife, Abraham. From now on, boy, you just messed me up. Like, yo, yo, I'm telling you, I can think of some situations right now where I should have listened. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Fellas, obey your wife, Abraham. <laughs> Especially musicians. Look. Because wives be knowing, like, the hoes is. Mm. They out there today. Yep. <laughs> Don't. And then you get out there. Just, <laughs> yeah. yep. You should have stayed home, uh-huh. man. Yep. And, and in our youth, we think like, man, she don't know about music, man. She don't even know what a C chord is, man. What you talking about? But <laughs> she sees deeper than that. Come on. She sees deeper than that. And that's the thing I learned is like, no. Like, from a spiritual perspective, mm-hmm. my wife can see the snake over there is what, is what it really is. Mm-hmm. She can see the serpent. You can't see the serpent. Hey. You up here looking at the lights. The mm-hmm. serpent down there on the ground. She see the serpent. You finna walk right over there. Yep. You're like, yeah, this light, boy, this light. Mm-hmm. And she like, but that snake by your ankle finna tear you mm-hmm. up. And you're like, man, what you talking about? 
Mm-hmm. You I'll, look down, you don't see nothing. I don't see nothing. Well, I'm trying to tell you, it's a snake right there. Yeah. It might be green like that grass, but <laughs> uh-huh. it's definitely. Yep. You're like, no, it ain't. It ain't nothing but grass. Bow. Yep. Oh, my ankle. Yep. Man, that's and what. And then guess what? She'll still take you to the hospital, put the alcohol mm-hmm. on it, call them. She'll still, it's like, wives are amazing. Because yep. they're going to still help you, even though they told you the snake is going to bite you. And a good one, she got your six. Yes, man. I got your six. That's That's all she's telling you. That's all. That's yes. the only reason why she's warning us. I got your six, babe. Right. Just, and it's like, <laughs> we have to understand that, man. It is for our own good. It is for our protection. God gave women intuition for a man's protection, man. Good mm-hmm. God. It is not for... It's like, we can get so intimidated as men. Like, ain't nobody mm-hmm. coming for your spot, fam. Your woman <laughs> is not trying to be the man. Why do you think that? My golly gee whiz. <laughs> My golly, we be so hurt. Like it's like, like, like when when our wives try to advise us, we really be like our ego really like tries to convince us man. that they coming for our manhood. No, they trying to protect your manhood because you finna embarrass yourself, mm-hmm. but you can't see that. Or she trying to keep you around, bro. Yes, like longevity. <laughs> you can't keep doing that because. It's too much temptation. You ain't mm-hmm. never eating right. No, you're not going on the road. Mm-hmm. I need you to live a long time. Mm-hmm. And ain't nothing over there going to help you live a long time. Come so yeah, that's not a good idea to go do that. Come on. I don't care if the boy's over there. You can't go over there. <laughs> God made a build them where they can survive through it. I'm with you every day. I see who you are and who God has made you to be. And that ain't in the cards. <laughs> Straight up like that. Look. And then I'm just like, all right. Yeah. After it fails so many times, I'm like, I guess you're right. <laughs> Yo, that check is crazy. All right, I'm finished, man. Stacy got me hyped, y'all. Hey, <laughs> Yo, all right, last call. Anything else? This is the last time. No, nothing. We love y'all. It's Stacy Young. What's the song called again? My Friend. Y'all go stream My Friend. They can just look up Stacy Young. Yep, Stacy. S T A C E Y. Yes, Lord. Stacey Young. Uh, y'all go look that up and y'all um y'all go inbox him. Y'all go message him and let him know what y'all think of the song. We love y'all. Until next time. Peace. I will love you to the bitter end. I was a blessing to you guys. Your knocks in my back did offend. At first I couldn't comprehend. Your disloyalty I must content. My inner circle you were in. For you I'd go to the earth's end. Just wanna thank ya. If you did not become my Judas, I never would have found out what true love is. Right after your betrayal.